Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We're back from PAX. It's a three-person ensemble, and it's basically all about Sony. I am here with Matt. That's me. Dewey. That is me. For Matt, what are we doing? The Gamers 2 Podcast. There it is. Oh, and I'm Nate, apparently. I should probably do that, but whatever. Continue. Gamers Woo-woo. 2 Podcast, blah, blah, blah. It's uh, March 6th. Friday, March 6th. Still, Currently still is. 11 p.m. Yeah. On the nose. Yeah, 11 p.m. on the nose start time. We played a card game, which went way longer than I thought it was going to. and uh, I won something. Matt did win. It's a momentous occasion. It is. It is a good celebratory night for us all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I would say us all, but for Matt, maybe. Yeah. Listen, I I was happy to finally just get one. Yeah. Get one one purple. (laughs) That's all I wanted in life. One purple. So it's been two weeks since we've all been together. Well, yes, two weeks. More more than two weeks since we've all been together, but... It's been two... Feels like two years. It might be two years. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> I fucking knew that was going to happen. That wasn't... That, pretty sure it's on there. That was right, well, Nate. Well, you heard a crash, Nate, or Dewey threw a mask onto the ground. I didn't, don't put that back up. There. I didn't throw it. Yeah, don't I put that near me. I was a nice spot for it. Uh, it was, but look where his hand is. I can't not touch things that are on walls. It's my kryptonite. Yeah, are you also seeing what I'm seeing behind me? Because that's pretty... It is, but, you know... Alright, we'll just run with it. So, anyway, the discussion about what we did, let's save, or let's keep it to a little shorter time window. What did you do in our absence, Matt? Uh, The only thing memorable I did, other than my normal routine, is uh, I watched Ford vs. Ferrari. Uh, It was surprisingly accurate. I wasn't expecting it to be as accurate as usual. As Was it know. accurate and good? I liked it. Okay. I think if you like cars and you like that whole, like, the idea of that story, you definitely would enjoy it. Um, the only other thing, I mean, I'm playing Kodor again, but, like, that's nothing, you know, wow. Yeah, but you're just playing Kodor again for, like, the seventh week this year. Yeah. Um, and that's <laughs> it. Oh, I went back to Minecraft, but I think I was already at Minecraft before. What? No? You never mentioned it. Oh, well. So when you sent us the picture when we're sitting there and you're like, Damn pigs! I'm like, why is he playing Minecraft? I was pretty hype. I love me some Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, so, but he was on his well, PC. Yeah, well, it's crossplay, Bedrock Edition now, so everything's crossplay. Yeah. Which that's what. Yeah, but you should just it. come play on the PC so we can mod it. I don't want to. Yeah. You you host the server and then I'll play on your server. I'm not buying it again. No, you have to. You would need to for mods if we modded it with like Tekkit or something. You don't don't you have it already? 
On PlayStation. Oh. You just need to accept fully moving over to PC. Screw your other friends. They're terrible anyway. <laughs> Some of them are terrible. Most of them. Yeah. It's my brother that keeps me there. If there, if I didn't have the rest of them, if, it's pretty much all I need to switch over. All right. Well, fair enough. Anyway, yeah. So you played Minecraft. Yep. Minecraft uh, with Samantha. And basically, we did our normal team. She built I Mind. Um, Which is typical for you just yeah. in any Minecraft setting is, yeah. I will see you later. This is my one-by-one one dirt hut. The only thing I will say to finish it up is that I went from 1.12 to whatever the current that is, is a which is 1.15 or something. And yeah. holy fuck, there's sea turtles. They have sea turtles. I, I haven't played Minecraft in so long. What about the bees? All right, it was the bees. It's... Uh, the version of Minecraft was so old that I played that you could not hold things in separate hands. Ah, yeah, the shielding and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, so that's yeah. I played once since then, but I still I went. I have no idea what I'm doing, and I'm alone, so I'm not going to play. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard to play alone. Yeah, but. it is for me. What do we now, excluding our PAX trip, because we'll be talking about that in another episode. Bonus. Yeah, good old bonus app of our entire rundown of PAX and our entire time there, which will probably be like an hour and a half. Who knows? What have you been up to? Honestly, nothing. All right, perfect. We're moving on then. So, (laughs) (laughs) I haven't played anything or watched anything recently in like a week or two. I've been too busy. It happens. What about you, Nate? What have you been doing? I've been playing the games. We started our new FM 2020 season today. So, the football manager has begun again. Get some help. Uh, what was Wait, that? so is this another version, or is this they, just a new game? They finally did their uh, mid-season gameplay changes and roster changes and everything like that. So we're starting anew with the rosters that have now are the real-life ones again. So I'm back to coaching Man U. I haven't been fired yet. Praise be. Yeah. Uh, played some WoW. A lot of WoW. Retail? Yeah. I don't give a shit about Classic anymore. Okay. So you still have your subscription. I thought it was going to expire. It's March 26th, I think, when it expires. I didn't realize how far out it was. And now that it's under one month, it's it's counting down again. I'm like, okay, there it is. Um, Yeah, so it's windy outside. Uh, I've got it till March 26th, but it's been funny. I've been healing and Todd has uh, started tanking on his Paladin. And it has slowly become apparent how terrible other players are sometimes. So we did a dungeon last night in which Todd tanked and I didn't heal. Because I didn't want to. I was like, I, I want to just do some damage. I want to I boom, boom, laser chicken, shoot things, fun times. He, for the entire in, entirety of the dungeon, he did 12 million healing as the tank. So that's just like him self-healing and stuff like that. Yeah. The healer of the group did 17 million. That should not be that close. So is the, is he high or is the healer The healer's low? bad. Okay. And we were like, because we were there were times we were running through going, what, are they not healing? And I was really confused and I looked at their what they were casting and how they were doing healing. Didn't look like it was right. So the next instance we go in, I switch to healing and he tanks again. He pulls like 11 and change, so right around that same 12 mark. I hit 28 million. Not even close to me. Yeah. So I don't know what that guy was doing. But Todd and I are also two of the best healers I know. Maybe he was sleeping. So, Maybe. Maybe he was trying out I a new build. Know. Maybe he just sucked. Maybe. I think he just sucked. Well, that's mean. I'm sorry. It can happen. I'm not like, wrong. 
I don't know. Like unless someone tells you you suck and says, "Hey, this is how you get, you get better." It's hard to it's hard to get out of your own rut. I always need that in yeah. games. I need to be told like you you're that's an abomination. Whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. yeah. Some I that's where I, when I was telling you guys earlier. There are times where people would just be standing in shit or not knowing how to do mechanics or purposely like screwing up things, and I would just in party chat be like, "Are are we serious right now? Is this what we're doing? This is very easy. Why are you running over there?" Nobody answers you, you know. Yeah, naturally. In hell, no one hears you scream type of thing. So, it's what it was. But him and I are two of the best healers I know, so it makes sense that our numbers would be higher. But I was like, you should not be almost getting out-healed by a tank. But I digress. Oh, and I also started playing the Division 2 again. Because I was wondering Warlord, if you were going to. Yeah, oh yeah, Warlords came out, and I was like, I'm all about Aaron Keener. Give me that $30 DLC. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Have you gotten far enough in to get uh, any substantial story? I've killed one of the... Because uh, it's him and then like four mini-bosses or something. I've killed one of them. So do you think it's worth... Like, should I get it? Is it worth the money or is it just kind of... I don't know yet. Okay. I don't have an answer yet. I'm enjoying it because I enjoy the Division 2 and going back to New York is fun. Mm-hmm. And doing stuff there because it's not winter in New York anymore. It's summer. Oh. Uh... But you still, it's summer, but there's all the winter things still around. So there's still like reindeer, like plastic reindeer just leaning up against buildings and stuff like that. But you're not in that part of New York. Mm-hmm. You're on the south side, I think. I can't remember where they put you, but you're in a different zone entirely. But you're running back into seeing like Agent Lau and other uh, callbacks to the original game. I don't remember any. Of the original game. Like, I remember playing it, but I don't remember, like, characters. Because you played on PS4 like an idiot. What's... I, that wouldn't make me remember it more or less. Because if you had played on PC, you would have played with me more often. Because I was begging for people to play on PC with me. Because Matt abandoned me. You already betrayed me and left. By not starting. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'll, I'll take it. I also think at the time you didn't have the gaming PC that I know you have. Oh, no, I didn't have any. Which thing is that. now the bigger kick when you don't play games on PC. When we built a gaming PC and I'm just like, ah. Yeah, I <sighs> mean, it's, it's, it's a very nasty PC. Like It would run Minecraft great. Yeah. <laughs> it runs so I, many mods. <laughs> I, I don't know. One day I'll get there. Unlikely. You already took the biggest step. I know. Anyway, this isn't uh, this isn't the podcast to Raz Dewey about not knowing how to just convert to PC gaming officially. Um, you can still keep the PlayStation, but the only thing you need a PlayStation for is exclusives. That's it, and I stand by that. It's just convenient because it's where all my people uh-huh. play. Yep, sure. Nope, they're useless. You got to convert them. Exactly. I can't get my brother. That's the only one. He'll learn. He'll learn the correct ways. Yeah, but imagine how good your brother would be on PC. He'd be disgusting. Once he yeah. learned keyboard and mouse, it'd be over. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is the true way to play. <laughs> Settle down. I'm not wrong. I stand by. <laughs> anyway. And he also stands by these new releases. Ooh, segues. That's I like all it. I got. I like it. And I'm only doing, we're only doing this week. I'm not going back just because there wasn't a news podcast last week. You got to listen to Matt and I hate on snacks argue with each other about that it was a good time snack packs made it to the s tier i looked at the list and it bothered me i don't oh i don't even want to boy i don't want to dispute that's my favorite part (laughs) i love when that happens 
What are you putting Pop Tarts in the S tier, Mister? I want to sneak them into packs. Yeah, they're great. Pop Tarts are fantastic. <sighs> I don't love snack packs. Well, at least I got someone on the Pop Tart bandwagon with me. I'm not saying Pop Tarts are bad. We were both in agreement. They're S tier. I don't know about that. I don't know about S tier. <laughs> we're not having that podcast again. So let's continue, <laughs> let's continue into the new releases with Dogfighter World War Two for PlayStation. That does not mean you fight dogs. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, I can see your look. That doesn't mean you fight dogs. That means, you know, planes. That means this is probably a terrible uh, but I believe simulator. I believe it's a flight simulator in which you are a dog. Flying, Flying planes? Plane. Yeah. I don't. Are you serious? That's the cover art. That's Dogs are colorblind, and colorblind people can't fly planes. Boom. And Roast right, of the game right you there. You think those were in World War II regulations? Yes. No, they're anybody that could fly. How do you think Germany was so good? German Shepherds. The Master German race. Shepherd was a Red Baron. <laughs> <laughs> Just flies all around. Uh, number two, Spellbreak comes to PlayStation, and I think other things, but I'm not positive. Uh, Baron Fur is gonna fly That's, for the Switch and Xbox. What's going that on sounds like a dog flying game. I don't think it is, but just be ready because Baron Fur. What? As you know, I love a good games list. I am Ball for the Switch. After Party for the Switch. Breeder Homegrown Director's Cut for the PlayStation and Switch. What is going on this week? Is it Dog it's a, Week? Welcome to Dog Week, I guess. But it's also the Director's Cut, so you know, Pinky's out while you play that. Dude, stop for the Switch. Pathologic 2 for the PlayStation. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX for the Switch. And Sword Breaker The Game for the Switch. Matt is dying of the corona. It's got to happen at least once. Choking on the water. Of course. Could be worse. Could be choking on something else. Yep. This IPA I'm drinking. No comment. I'm staying away from it, not touching it. So, uh, yeah, those are the new releases. Yeah, Dog Week, Week of the Dog. Is it the Is it the New Year of the uh, Dog? No, I don't know. Year of the Pig, Rat, Pig. I think Pig. Sure, I don't know. Pretty sure, sure it's Pig. Pig sounds good. Was it Rat last year? It was Rat recently, I think. I always found that one interesting. But don't you dare! I'm. You guys are talking. I was just gonna check. Anyway, so how's it going? It's going. When we find out it's the year of the pig and I'm right. That's fine. I have no idea. 19 might have been the year of the pig. Oh, I'm so wrong. <laughs> Horse. It is the year of the rat. I hate to tell you, Dewey, but they're going to put that championship belt around my <laughs> waist. <laughs> <laughs> for the week, the, for the yearly, we predict what year it is. <laughs> I mean, there's 12 answers, so you got a pretty, you did good. You did great. Way better than me. Boom, bullseye on that dartboard. Anyway, let's get into the news and not the Chinese New Year. Which one? Never mind, I'm not going to make that joke. That'd be a terrible joke. All right, so. <laughs> Last year. Yeah, that's. I forget that we were in a different year. <laughs> forget it's 2020, it's March. I don't know. Three months. I, that's not, I don't learn until like April, May. Oh, sorry, April Fool's. Once it hits my birthday, then I'm like, ah, it's New Year now. <laughs> yeah, that's when we start in May. Cycle. We start in May. All right, so who wants to take the first one? Okay, now, also, real quick, now that you're seeing this doc and you're seeing it on your phone, yes. remember when you complained that I wrote a long doc? Yeah, I, I, this hurts me. There's too much <laughs> going on. May you read the first one? All right. 
I mean, it's two weeks worth of stuff. My favorite part is like this isn't that long. This oh, it's not. Gets, it gets it's not longer long as it goes down. But when when he was looking at my writing, which was a lot of copy and pasting and just slight modifications, mm-hmm. it's like oh, it's so long. I was like, you, that's, this is nothing. This is short for me. Yeah, it is. Uh, Especially because some of these are twofers. Yep. Number one, Microsoft has brought the original Halo campaign to Windows PCs this week. Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary has been remastered with 4K support for PC, and it arrives 18 years after the game debuted as a launch title for the original Xbox. Microsoft is also including 60 frames per second support, um, variable frame rate, and native keyboard and mouse support. I would hope so if it's on PC. Uh, Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary is available through the, the Windows Store and Steam for $9.99. Or you can get the whole thing, the whole collection, which is not completely out, for $40 hairs. That's pretty neat. That is neat. Are you going to do it? Um, yeah, he's going to do it. I probably, I, I was curious when I watched the trailer. Uh, I'll probably check it out. I just don't know that I care to play Combat Evolved again. You know what I mean? It out of like all of the ones that I was gonna choose, it's not in my top three. Uh, I kind of feel the reverse. Like I think out of all of them, that would be the one I would play. I would probably be top three being two, three, and if we're talking multiplayer only, reach. If we're talking yeah, camp, I mean, if we're talking I, like if we go to campaign thing, I might throw ODST in there. I would ODST pretty. I would, but ODST is just threes multiplayer, so that's why I'm like, yeah, campaign would be one ODST, and then whatever. Probably Reach and three for me at that point. I love. I liked Reach's campaign of just like the a different mm-hmm. story type of thing. Yeah, I liked Reach's campaign, but like two's multiplayer, but three's campaign was. I don't know. Original has a fun. I have a, a fun place in, in my heart for for good old Combat Evolved. That's fine. Todd played a ton of Combat Evolved on his PC mm-hmm. when you could first get it the very first time when it was just Combat Evolved. Mm-hmm. Played a lot of it, and I was just like, "Why?" <laughs> this was when I think two and three were out, mm-hmm. but he was still playing Combat Evolved. I, was, I just don't understand. He was good, yeah, but I was just like, "I don't, I don't have the nope, I'm good." I don't know. I have only played multiplayer Halo. I have never really played any of the stories, so. What? Two, two okay. three, and four. I don't. I never had an Xbox. I just played at other people's All right. houses. All right. All right. Well, okay. That part. That that's an acceptable reason. That's fair. If you owned an Xbox, we were about to fight. No. No. All right. So that's Microsoft. This is going to get Sony heavy here coming up. Yeah, I mean. So let's get through a different publisher. <laughs> yeah, Sony's the majority of this document. I've noticed. So. Let's get through a next big one, Dewey. Oh, the Nintendo section. Nintendo announced on Monday that Mario Kart Tour, a mobile iteration of the Mario Kart series, will finally be getting multiplayer this weekend, six months after its uh, September launch. Uh, you'll be able to play with up to seven players locally or online starting Sunday, March 8th at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. So you might as well just wait till Monday. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That'll yeah, be I hectic. I mean, it makes sense for when they're just trying to do the patch. Like, all right, we'll do it when everybody's asleep, but at the same time, like, why would you put the patch release date out there? Just say it'll be available sometime Monday. So was this not multiplayer before? Because I kind of thought it was. Uh, I obviously haven't played it. There might have been multiplayer aspects. Maybe this means that you can actually create a group, a room, a group of people and go like. Because I believe you could randomly play against people, or because I when I played it, it was hi. 
Max making his traditional when, appearance on the podcast. When you could play it before, I believe you could also play it with... Lane up everything over there. What? He's oh, just, his, his tablet. Uh, you could play it against the CPU, but I also believe you did play it against random online's. I thought, but maybe I maybe I'm wrong, and I just don't. I'm misremembering. Have you played it, Matt? <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt in mobile games. It was the joke. And, and a Nintendo, double, yeah, a, a Nintendo mobile right game. Not a chance. Yeah. You would never. Matt mobile Nintendo. <laughs> uh, Matt doesn't even play Eve Online on his phone. Are you kidding me? Eve Online. Do they have a mobile version? Yeah, there's a mobile something on there. I tried playing it, and I had absolutely no idea what was going on. Which is, you know, my own fault. And I guess it's my turn. Yep. I guess this is how the Save the best for last. The cookie crumbles. Number three. Death Stranding, Hideo Kojima's latest game, was released on PlayStation 4 last year and is now coming to PC on June 2nd, published by 505 Games. The PC version of the game gets some new features, including a photo mode, support for high frame rate and ultra-wide monitors, and some really cool Half-Life-themed cosmetics. There's Alex Vance's gloves from the upcoming Half-Life Alex, Gordon Freeman's glasses, a head crab hat, and even the iconic Valve from Valve's logo, which you can put on the back of Death Stranding protagonist Sam Bridges' head, just like in Valve's logo that I'm sure everybody remembers because of the amount of games that people start playing that Valve made. Uh, the game will be available from both the Epic Game Store and Steam. Sensing some shade there. Oh, it's just my favorite part when they're like, yeah, it's in that iconic logo. And I'm like, you know how many people don't know that logo right now? Because unless they're booting up Counter-Strike, they're not going to see it. Left 4 Dead yeah. 2, come on. This is a weird... Yeah, you still booting that up? No. All right, that's my. That's exactly my point. I feel like this is a weird like crossover. It is. It is 100% a weird crossover. Especially when they're going to the Epic Game Store as well. <laughs> just yeah. Like, and that was the part that At what I point didn't... does Sam Bridges do a Fortnite dance? I couldn't... Is it... Available on the Epic Game Store version as well is what I'm curious about. Oh, they didn't be specify. You're just um, playing on Epic, but you're running around with a head crab. I, I, I would imagine it wouldn't be, but I yeah. don't know. They didn't. You'd think that would be something that they would, you know, say in there explicitly, like, "Hey, it's only available on Steam." Yeah, but Tidio Kojima, though, so you never know. Yeah, he does what he wants. I mean, Monster Energy, man. So it should be my game, but it's, it's all over that game. Very, it's a slow. Why build. should that be your game? Because I love monster. Are you kidding me? What monster do you see? Oh, you, oh, you're talking the, about the drink. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, you only see it for like the little bit that you're sitting down. Yeah, anytime you save it, you're just slamming a monster. Yeah, no, I still have not gone back to that game after the like hour and a half I put in. I think I'm gonna get it when it releases on PC. I'm curious to see if you make it further than I did. It's or will slow. it's still installed. Slow build. So there is a chance I go back to it. But in case you guys are curious, we got uh, Doom in two weeks. We got Animal Crossing next week, which I'm not going to play probably. Uh, but then we also have the show next week. And I'm just like, give me that baseball. Yeah. I was actually going to, speaking of Half-Life, I was going to take that dive, but the VR dive. Oh, yeah. But the good old coronavirus is fucking up prices on things so know. funny uh, this part i'll mention because it's relevant to right now and i don't want to talk about it in the next episode uh there was a black mesa booth really at pax it was Ooh. tiny yeah i bet it was not bigger than this room 
I mean, the developers are like microscopic. Yeah, there might have been three of them. I mean, they're not midgets. <laughs> they're normal sized humans. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's. It was, I walked past it and I didn't say anything to to you, but I just walked past it and went, "What the fuck is that? Why is that a?" I you know I was like, "Did they have the a... game there?" Yeah. And you didn't play it. What do you think? <laughs> Yes, he did. Obviously. If I'm going to play that, it's because we're sitting down to record it, and you are over my shoulder, so I can shit on it the entire time. Because I would not shit on it to the devs, who clearly worked long and hard to have a passion project. I would want to shit on it to somebody that thinks it's great. All right, you, cool. You, All right. he's coming for you, buddy. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not obviously not gonna rebuy it on PC, but I think this is just once again in the line of another thing coming up. From PlayStation to PC, it's not going to go away. It's going to happen more. Yeah, so for then sure. you can all leave the PlayStation and come to the PC. It's the time part that's irritating, right? Which is what's going to keep happening. It's not going to be day day releases. So, yeah, that's Sony's like only move there. We're Until in the they, thick of the Sony news now, so it begins. I like that we go Sony, Sony, Gog, Sony, Sony. <laughs> Nope. Sony, 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 Sony. You're like, oh, let's have some Sony, and then let's break it up a little bit and have some more Sony. Sony has announced that Ghost of Tsushima... Sh- fuck me. Ghost of Tsushima. It's hard. I can't... My tongue, man. I have a fat tongue. Can you roll your... No. Really? Tsushima. Tsushima. Hey, good job. Go- it's so hard. You don't even know. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. Did you, sushi- Span- did you take Spanish or French? I took Spanish. Could you not roll your nope. R's? Can you say Sushi. Ma. Sushi. A little ration. Sushi ma. Sushi ma. Ghosts of Tsushima. Su- yep. Perfect. Su- you right. did it. It's so hard. Like, it hurts. It physically hurts my tongue to try to do that. Anyways. Please make sure action. there's more news for this, and I'll make Matt read it every week. I, I'm really looking forward to this game, too. Uh, Sucker Punch's action-adventure game set in feudal Japan will be coming out in just a few months on June 26th. Sony also released a new story trailer for the PS4 exclusive. The trailer focuses on protagonist Jin Sakai and some of the characters he meets along his journey. It also showcases brief moments of the game's sword-based combat and some stealth gameplay. Which is in the trailer we did not watch. Oh, the bottom of the IPAs burn like no other. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pumped for it. Did, I mean, I got the dynamic theme downstairs on the PlayStation. I did not grab it. Looks pretty sweet. I also have one of my... Rotating backgrounds on the desktop that is not currently available, and also it's funny that I have rotating backgrounds when how many how many how often is my desktop background visible with all the windows I have open? But it is also a Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. It does picture. look gorgeous. It yeah, I'm I 100 I'm going to think about playing it. I don't want to commit because I feel like I do want to commit because I also think that in June I might be looking for something to play. Because it does feel like there won't be anything right then. Play that. Well, no shit. That's where I'm getting at. Yeah, but you'll be. <laughs> you might be deep into I don't baseball. Think so. Well, yeah, I'll be deep into baseball, but that's not gonna. You say that, but you sometimes you get in the, that game sucks you in. Sometimes there are definite times where I'm just I'm tapping a vein into my neck, and I'm just like, give me the baseball. I'll definitely be day wanting. Goes to Tsushima. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It looks really good. It's Future Japan and it's Sucker Punch. Like my only, on. my only potential scare is the combat, 
And if the combat bugs me, I won't want to deal with it the entire game, no matter how beautiful it is. Mm -hmm. I've put up with some rough combat for some nice games, so it doesn't bother me. Right. I mean, most likely, if I do get into it, uh, we'll blow through it in a couple days. So I'll get a physical copy, and then you can just take it. Smart. Yeah. Now you're going to pay full price for it anyway. I Yeah, I buy it, everything digitally. Yeah, so... It'll be uh, it'll definitely be interesting. I'm pumped. It'll be interesting that now there's an actual date on it, and if it still drops right then. I personally thought they were gonna push it back, like trying to wait for PS5. But it's kind of cool to see it coming before then. I'm gonna make them rotate now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, I think June is a great release date. You're post everybody getting out of school. So you have all the kids to play. And then you have two months probably before anything gets in its way. You got uh, Crystal Chronicles remaster, re-release. What? Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles in June. What? Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, so uh, you want to know the Final Fantasy that everybody cares about? Crystal Chronicles. No, that's what seven. I care about. Seven. I don't care about seven. Yeah, good news. Who gives a shit? This guy right here. It's also probably going to get delayed. They already, swear. Yeah, they already got delayed. Yeah, okay. and it's probably going to get delayed again. I know it's Final Fantasy. What do you think, buddy? <laughs> yeah, you're not going to see it for four more years. Relax. June 2020. <laughs> yeah, okay. So either way, you got this game. There's nothing. PlayStation's not getting in its own way because there's nothing else, really. I'll be deep in baseball, but I'll probably still be able to, I assume, be able to play it. But I will 100% probably try to visit your residence and see or something to be like, oh, this feels good. This feels bad. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I have a question related to that game that we probably won't ever get. Well, we'll get an answer to eventually, but not anytime soon. And it relates to the last story in our podcast here. But um, we'll go back to it. I'm just going to say that like Xbox kind of threw the gauntlet down as far as ps4 to ps5 situation all right we'll that, table. i think we'll relate to to this we'll, game we'll table that then for later yeah table moving on uh sony's the last of us is the latest gaming ip to be adapted into a tv series i will stop you right there and then you can continue <laughs> reading okay uh we need to modify that sentence is the last game to be potentially adapted into a tv series I want potentially in there because what's the other one? What are the other ones? Latest game to be... What's just the late... I don't know what else... As far as Sony? What's the other games that have been adapted into TV series? That has come out? Mm-hmm. That exist. Talking about The Witcher? Which, if you even want to count it as a game, technically it's the books first. That's true. I don't. You're throwing me for a. I don't understand what you're trying to say. I don't know what you're getting at. This sentence, re- and I'm just being nitpicky. Let's be honest. Okay. I'm just being a dick. But Sony is the latest gaming IP to be adapted into a TV series. Reads as if there have been many before it. Oh yeah, yeah. That have been adapted. I'm like, Uncharted has been trying to be a movie for seven years and can't get a director to stay on it for more than two months. Mm-hmm. So what are the other ones these people are thinking of? I I thought I read something recently about them. Not that it's out, obviously, but people trying to do God of War too, which would be I don't know how I'd like that. But I mean, 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm pretty sure it was the cartoon before it was the game. It was a comic, too. First, yeah. Right? So, I don't know. The, Mar- the Mario TV show from please, the 80s? Please don't. Don't bring that up. <laughs> That's also not so. I, I have to be forgetting something. I have a list. Ooh, Thank let's you. hear it. Give me what the, what was the last one that they're qualifying it as? Uh, this list is not accurate. Why is it not accurate? Uh, well, The Witcher's not on this list. Oh, good start. Well, I mean, if they went by saying it's the books, not the game. Yeah. Uh, before that would be 2016, <laughs> and they're not ones that we would any of us would know. Hit us with some names. Street Fighter Resurrection. Apparently, didn't know that was a show. Didn't know that was a TV show. It was probably a. It was probably a straight to internet series. Just the same way that Halo Forward Unto Dawn was one. It's just Zangief flexing. That was the whole show list as well. Yeah, Uh, that was a straight. When they that wasn't a TV series. That was a straight to internet series because Machinima hosted it. That defunct company. I'll tell you what is on this list though, as TBA. Skull and Bones. Oh, weird. The one I wanted to hear them try to tell me it existed. Because it fucking doesn't. Candy Crush, 2017. Uh, what? A TV show? I don't like any part. I don't, don't like want to read this list anymore. Now I'm just sad. That's it. And slightly angry. Kill mostly it. angry. Kill it. With fire. All right, dude, continue reading. Sorry. Um, Where was I? The Hollywood... The second sentence. Yeah, okay. I got... I got... <laughs> A little distracted there. The Hollywood Reporter reports that the show is being created for HBO through a uh, collaboration between Sony Picture Television and PlayStation Products. The Last of Us writer and creative director, Neil Druckmann, will work alongside the creator of HBO's Chernobyl, uh, Craig Mazin, Mazin, uh, as executive producer on the new series, which is cool because that was... a. Uh, very great, good. Great series. Yes. Yeah, the show was amazing. Uh, they'll be joined by Chernobyl and Game of Thrones executive producer Carolyn Strauss and Naughty Dog president Evan Wells. Chernobyl guy's getting a lot of work. That's This one, and I think the two executive producers got a different show? Something. I mean, I rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, makes sense. Oh, yeah, they got a... I think it was the two executive producers got a show about uh, tunnel diggers. For the Berlin Wall thing. People oh, are, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. The, the um, tunnel of some... I can't remember what the name of the tunnel. Uniting was, East and West Germany. Yeah. So, interesting. Interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do, but here's what I'm going to qualify it with. Because this is the part that I said I was going to talk about downstairs, and I didn't. If they... Did they already say... Because I wasn't listening. Did they already say... <laughs> Thank you. What they're going to be <laughs> so, doing... Like they're just gonna follow shot by shot. I don't the know the first game. I don't know, but here's the here's the headline that I read today, and it, I think it's gonna answer your question, sort of. Neil Druckmann said that they're gonna keep Ellie as being gay. Okay, cool. so clearly Ellie's like in it? the show. Well, yeah, no shit. That's fine. I don't give a shit. So that would be that makes sense. Like probably two or somewhere. In between one and two? As for timeline? I don't know. I'm just saying, okay, like, so I know the discussion downstairs was it needs to be, someone said something along the lines of it needs to be a separate story in the same universe. Well, here's here's what I wanted. Not necessarily a separate story, but I was thinking of two different things they could do. Three, technically. Okay. 
Here's the boring one, and it's the option I just said three at four. They follow the first game shot by shot, or the second game shot by shot. Snooze. Boar fest, I don't want that. Here are the other two options. The second one, I'm not as high on, but I'm not high on really any of these, but this, I'll go in terms of least interesting to most interesting. So least interesting, shot by shot remake of the game. I've already played the game, which is usually decently cinematic looking anyway. I don't need the TV show. What do I care? The second one is you bridge the gap between one and two that you're going to try to do in the first hour or so of the game, but fully fleshed out. Like everything that went down, how she develops and blah, 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 blah. An option. The other one being it's pre-Last of Us 1, a la The Witcher. The way The Witcher ran their Netflix show of multiple timelines and then finally convergence of everybody being together. Mm-hmm. Ellie doing her thing, Joel and his family doing his thing, and then like midway through the season is when everything goes to shit and Joel loses his family, Ellie loses whatever she has, and then it's them going through their own trials and tribulations upon eventually coming where we know it starts in the game of them coming together and then going, okay, now we have the forward momentum of go play the games to continue the story type thing. Yeah. I'm wondering if were you, but they're not going to do it. Yeah. I'm wondering if what they plan on doing, because the timing on this is interesting. Right. Before two is out. Yeah. So what if they are planning on this coming out after two is out and it's just a continuation of Ellie's story. What if That'd be bold. this is like Defiance and you play the game and watch the show? You remember how well that worked, right? <laughs> bold move, Cotton. Plus, Defiance was on sci-fi and everybody watches that channel. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. No, I don't watch that channel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. This year's Game Developers Conference, or GDC, has been postponed at least to the summer event organizers announced. The event's official site reads, quote, after close consultation with our partners in the game development industry and community around the world, we've made the difficult decision to postpone the Game Developers Conference this March, end quote. Organizers have said that they will be that they will refund those who had already paid for conference and expo badges. Additionally, those who had booked hotels through GDC won't be made to pay penalties. And they really had no choice since everybody backed out, which is my favorite part. And I'm happy you put that in before I got to say it because I almost interrupted myself. <laughs> uh, where it's after close consultation with our partners, everybody left you. Yeah, it was like, yeah, we're uh, we're leaving. Yeah, that's not really like they had a choice in that matter. It's like, oh, by the way, we're, none of us are coming. Well, I, you know what, guys, we might just we just won't do it this year. How about that? <laughs> do you do you remember? Oh God, was it? I don't think it was VidCon. What was the horrible convention four years ago that the only thing was like a ball pit? Uh, that was uh, the Tumblr one, wasn't it? Oh, maybe it was TumblrCon. Yeah, like, not I the don't name know, it, but I remember yeah. what it was. That was about to be what GDC was. Oh, or there's it was just Tumblr, yeah. Where there's just I, one booth in this entire area and the guy's just like hello anybody here hello that's not it's so to me right now all right guys what are we betting on e3 i'm betting canceled mm, okay because it's only going to get worse before it gets better and i know so news update this is all about the COVID-19 coronavirus my favorite which strain because now there's dose there's two strains now okay, correct great so there was a bunch of weak individuals. The update here as well is that the in the U.S. This is relevant to the U.S. really only for this particular update. Hey, we're a world-based mm-hmm. podcast. The uh, talking to you, China. <laughs> the government uh, signed a bill, basically eight billion dollars to combating coronavirus. So. Do you think by was it July as well that we put one billion of that towards saving E three? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take a lot more than that to save E three. No, um, two billion. I don't know. I'm 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 banking on canceled. I'm gonna I'm putting I, my money on canceled. I think maybe bare bones because it's such like a big event. They won't totally cancel. I think it'll be like you guys, whatever you were talking about, ball pit, something just extremely like just lackluster. So, Maybe some phone-ins like, ah, we can't really come, but here's like a 20-minute video that we would have well, played in our... So that's the question I was going to say. When we say canceled, do you mean the LA event itself no longer happens, but we get directs all the same time? That one. That's Probably what that. Means. We that's switch, what I'm we, saying. We switch to direct only. A lot of... Everyone does direct since they're kind of already doing that anyways. Yeah. I so think... here's, here's where I agree with you and uh, Alana Pierce of Funhouse and former IGN and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Uh, got Just the all around hottie. Okay, all right. Well, it's not relevant to the point I was going to make, but it's relevant to me, Nate. Fair enough. All right. The <laughs> dummy thick. Tra- no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he threw my train of thought. God damn it. 
Oh, um, I know what he's thinking about. No, I'm not. Oh, this is fair. <laughs> I want to cut he's all of this. That. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! If we were talking about fake characters or something, I'd be like, "Yes, continue." But we actually are talking to real people Listen, whose opinions I'm about to validate. That's fine. Let me validate that. You're just her you know, tweet beat me to the punch. I, you probably saw it because you have Twitter and you actually look at it. He doesn't. He, I mean, he has it, but he doesn't look at shit. He wants where, to be. I want to <laughs> hate all of you uh, right now. Where she said basically that. Yeah. Everything's going to go to direct, except this is going to kill E3. Everybody's going to go to direct and then realize we can just do directs. Who gives a shit? And there will not be a compelling reason for them to go back to doing E3 the way after it is. Like, this is the straw that broke the camel's back, probably, if it um, happens. It's a big push in that direction, I feel like, because it's people have been, you know, like, companies have been kind of trying to go that way, and this will just, like, kind of end it, I think. Yeah, this will be the force to, let's just do this, and then they go, wait, this is way better and easier. Way, yeah, way easier, way better. I Just like with today's how people consume media, it's just, you want that. I'm fine with it. Like, that doesn't bother me. I see your hand. I, I, do you have a question? The, I want to add something, but I don't want to like cut okay. anyone off. The so. the part that bugs me uh, only slightly about that, like I'm completely fine with that. I just want them to do the press conferences themselves. Like keep them all around that same time, kind of. You can still scatter them out throughout the year, kind of like Sony does and stuff like that, where you scatter random events. But I do like still having a rough week where everybody just goes. Here's our shit. And I'm like, all right, cool. I get a, to consume all of it. See, yeah. See, everything see a lot of things and just get to have that week. Even if it was, even if they were like, we're not doing it on the weekend. We're just dropping every night at 6 p.m. Like Monday night at 6 p.m. Here's our direct is now out. Here's blah, blah, blah. Here's blah. I'd be like, cool. Now we all know what we're doing at six o'clock. We're all going to Matt's house, making his wife hate us and watching video gaming news. I will let Matt talk, but I don't think it'll go that way. I'll let you finish, but you're wrong. <laughs> I don't know if she mentions it in her tweet, but another little quick news tidbit is the creative director for E3 has stepped down. No, so, it was a. She was saying that in response to. Yeah, I'm just saying like that's I think it was another, somebody else discussing the same like is E3 going to get canceled? Hmm. Type that's just another thing I think that feeds. Yeah, into, that, that doesn't help. Yeah. But him stepping down because we talked about Keeley not being there either. Mm-hmm. Neither of those I think were directly related to the question of why it would get canceled in the first place. Yeah. I think that, I mean, maybe this year, like you were saying, have everything the same time frame. But I, if everybody does their own thing, I could see them breaking off into like, well, we'll just drop ours in whenever nothing's going on to be like all PlayStation, you know, all Sony hype or all Nintendo hype while nothing else really, you don't have to compare it like, well, Sony's was good, but... You know, Xbox was, they had this better. It'll yeah. just be like, the you problem only... for both of these guys currently is we have consoles to get out and debut. Yep. And not that you would have done it at E3, but how the hell are you going to do it? Because you got to get out before this November launch if you're still going to November launch. I... And if you're not going to November launch, you really need to get ahead of we're delaying. Well, it seems like it's possible that both are delayed because of COVID 19. Yeah. So um... maybe they're a little. Maybe one's waiting for the other to say they're going to delay, so they're just they don't want to, you know, Sony doesn't want to come out and be like we're delaying and have Xbox still come out on time. Also relevant to that same thing is AMD came out and said that um, processors, their side of it, is on track to release this year. So that's the the majority of the hardware. 
I think if anything, well, no, I don't even know because uh, NAND prices have gone up because all of the uh, DRAM and stuff and all the NAND is going to console production. So meanwhile, I think, what's up? I was going to say, meanwhile, fledge are cheap, travel wherever you want to, yeah, guys. Know, Now's right? the time. You see yeah, the news article the that like, band goes down. you can fly across China for like $13. That's sick. I'm going to do that. Just kidding. All right, who's up? Is, that, is it my turn? Yeah. Well, we've also so. seen the great COVID memes, right? I mean, normally when I'm sick with the flu, it's, oh, I'm in bed. I can't go anywhere. The moment I have corona, I'm like, I could get around the world in 80 days. Yes, yes. <laughs> Sony has appointed PlayStation veteran Yumi Yang as the new head of the Santa Monica studio. IGN has confirmed Yang's appointment to the position, which he is taking on after 19 years of collective experience across multiple roles uh, with PlayStation, uh, most recently as Santa Monica's director of product development. Yang's appointment comes following the departure of former studio head Shannon Studstill, who joined Google Stadia team to lead its just-announced Playa Vista development studio. So you got you got two for one there. Playa Vista is getting Shannon Studstill. I think it's how you pronounce your name. And then uh, Santa Monica is, their new head is going to be Yumi Yang. Yumi Yang, as we all know, the king of card games. Yami Yugi, same. Close same enough. person? Close enough. I really appreciate that I watched the God of War documentary because I actually know who they're talking about with these. And the God of War documentary was really good. <laughs> it was. It was phenomenal. You had to watch it, did you? I, no. I didn't watch it. Honestly, if you have an hour and a half, it's worth the watch. Which I and then you should watch about. Witcher. I'll get there. All right, give me a weekend. You fake nerd. I'll... Why did you go to PAX with me, huh? Just a giant disappointment. Did you even watch Mandalorian? No, I didn't watch Mandalorian. You know I didn't watch Mandalorian. I haven't even watched episode nine yet, man. How's that? That's make you fine. Feel? Okay, that's fine. That's what I said. Honestly, at this I... point, I would. I I said the exact same thing. We're going down the escalator after the D and D panel on Saturday, which was Mandalorian based. He's like, I haven't watched Mandalorian. I was like, What is wrong with you? And he's like, I haven't watched episode nine. I was like, I don't give a shit about that. That's <laughs> honestly nine killed me. Like where I was just like, I don't care to. You know, keep going. How I feel about Star Wars. Yeah, the Mandalorian is the only thing that so- Disney has has made Star Wars wise. That has given me hope for the future. So I didn't watch it, and from another fan. Not quite as you know knowledgeable and like into it as you. Yeah. He's pretty close though. Yeah, he probably he is. Said it didn't give him faith, so that's why I didn't. Because I want to know. I want you to repeat exactly what you told me. Oh, he what said, did he say? He said that it was like uh, not really like fan service. Is essentially kind of how he described it to me, which I don't know. I mean, and I had the same reaction. I go, "What the fuck did he watch?" I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I didn't watch it, so that's not my opinion. That's what I heard, and I was like, "That's." Lame. I mean, there's two types of Star Wars fans. There's I also the attack. Ones... I also attack Dewey's friends via Dewey, so it doesn't yeah. help me any. <laughs> I yell at Dewey for his yeah. friends' stupid opinions. There's the Star Wars fan who wants to just do the Disney route, which is Jedi lightsabers, Force, and then there's the Star Wars fan who's like, I, "I'm interested in the world and the universe and all that." The Mandalorian's great for the world and universe. Absolutely no Jedi. No lightsabers. So, like, if you are into that side of it, you're going to hate it. But if you like the ambiance and, you know, grittiness of Star Wars, then that's definitely that. This person usually is about that, so I don't know. But, man, can you imagine that Yami Yuki is the... (laughs) Yami Yuki. (laughs) That's crazy news. 
Sorry. Yumi Yang. You got me with the, the damn Yu-Gi-Oh reference. He was, oh, I thought you were so trying to be close. serious about that. No, he got me with the Yu-Gi-Oh reference. And that's why I said the name wrong, because that's the name of the guy in the Yumi Yang. anime. What? Yumi Yang. Yumi yes. Yang. I, Google must be paying uh, yeah, Go- Shannon, I mean, when like, I s- bank. When I saw the news that Stadia opened a Santa Monica studio with that direct, I was like, okay, all right. But this is all the stuff I would have loved to see out of Stadia. Last three, year? Three years <laughs> pre-launch where they're like, hey, we're making these things. Wait till you see the tech we're going to put it on. Not, hey, here's the tech. What? It's terrible? <laughs> Studios! Make games! Please help! <laughs> Yeah, because you know, went, you know went what? in reverse order. So, like in three years after Stadi is out and the games start coming out, people are like, "Oh, okay, just do the do the thing in reverse." You know, Google's gonna pull the plug before they can come up with a good game. Oh yeah, and once again, uh, who was the other one that went? Who was the joke that I've always? Oh, it's not Jade Raymond. I mean, Jade Raymond did. Yeah, but it was somebody. Who's the other one? She left Naughty Dog and has just had a horrible track record since. And everybody Amy always, Henning. yes, always says she should be making games, but <laughs> always Henning. just gets her games canceled lately. A hundred percent studio, studio will pull the plug before she gets to get her thing oh, out. Oh hell yeah! Which sucks for a lot of reasons, but it also just feeds the meme, and I love it. You're out, big sexy. Oh, am I? I where do we leave off? Hold on. All right. Well, <laughs> well, it's the big, big show. I can't not finish that. Uh, big man show tonight. Uh, online storefront GOG has expanded its refund policy. Uh, starting now, you can get a full refund up to 30 days after purchasing a product, even if you downloaded it, launched, and played it. Uh, the company said in a post announcing the policy. While this policy appears uh, open to abuse beyond the uh, prospect of people viewing it as a free rental, the DRM-free nature of GOG means they can copy and keep playing the games even after returning them. Uh, GOG is clearly aware that that is a possibility and has asked customers to use the policy in the spirit in it was made. Let's be fair. <laughs> Not a lot of people use GOG as it is. Yeah. So, Okay. <laughs> I'm curious, like, they, they don't, I think I own there's th- no playtime restriction? I think I own three games on there. I, I mean, according to that, there's not. Yeah, that the way that read, there's no, so. Yeah, that was the thing that was like, I didn't, nowhere I, did I see a play playtime restriction. I'm just like, that's interesting. I mean, these guys, I 100% expect this to get reworked. Oh, it has to, like, this, you can't. No, that's a terrible business model. Yeah. Or great. Well, great for a consumer that's no profit for the business. Every It goes back to my thing. I wish I knew GOG's concurrent numbers because it really might not be that terrible. <laughs> Maybe we're trying to kill it. That that seems like a way to... I mean, Maybe, if, but it's, CG, it's CD Projekt Red's thing. They're not going to... True. Mm. I mean, if you have a... If you can just play a game for 30 days and then return it, I would do that. I would just not buy anything. Yeah, are you about to go play on PC and download GOG? No, I'm just saying. If, that's what I mean. But that's what I mean. Like, if, who cares? If, like, if they're not pulling you in with this, I'm, not gonna, they're not going to get you. You know yeah, what I mean? That's, like, that's true. That's that's why I want to know how many numbers are already on there. Because where you're like, oh, Dota on Steam has over a million concurrent people already on it. Gog might have a couple hundred thousand, may, like if they're lucky. <laughs> I'm curious about that number too. Because I don't think they have. They did start doing the thing where they would merge all your accounts and act as one launcher. 
but they are still their own storefront. So it's not like you can go buy the game on Steam, but you can play your Steam games via your GOG thing. So it's like, it's a step in the right direction. But I 100% expect us in two weeks maybe to read a new news story where they're like, they have to tweak that. We had no foresight and realized that we need to make actions too. <laughs> oh, that they're like, oh, guys, come on, please just play by the rules maybe. Don't abuse it. <laughs> yeah. As they watch one guy in 30 days play through 20 games, and they're like, uh, sir, could you not? Just, just can we have a little money, please? Spare some change? Toss a coin to your watcher. You fucking twat. (laughs) (laughs) All night. It's going to be in there all (laughs) night. It, It is one of my favorite TV songs. You should watch The Witcher. Uh, I will. I'll um, play the song. I'll play the song for you after this, just so it gets stuck in your head too. Yeah. Uh, you want me to do this next one so we can give Matt the, the uh, number eleven? Because I feel like that would be something. He yeah, go for it. It's very long, and I don't want to read it. I'll read it. Awesome. All right. If you have, yeah, I'm passing <laughs> like, on that one. <laughs> like Dewey's. All right, listen. I don't want to read things, so can I just do this now? Uh, if you have a PS4, you can now play Final Fantasy VII Remake trailer. It's not not the whole game. Oh, okay. Uh, Square Enix released a demo of the uh, upcoming game on PlayStation Network. That is all. I knew he was going to say demo, but I wanted to get in front of it right there where I was like, no, you you can't play Final Fantasy VII Remake. (laughs) You can play the demo, the trailer. Uh, It's the same one that was at PAX. Mm -hmm. And the line was ticketed. So that was their way. Get the fuck out of here. That was their way of... Trying to keep it small. That's a smart way to do it, I feel like. For I them. think that's the only way you could have done it. For the, Yeah. For that's what they should have done for Animal Crossing. That Nintendo booth was insane. But we'll discuss that later. Do you want to... Um, More on that later. More on that later. News at 11. News at probably 1. Stories are still developing as tonight. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. I was, just I was like, doing my newscaster voice. Yeah, so, I know. So. I, was, I was trying to figure out order here of the news, but... Because someone's going to get stuck with the, the janky Microsoft one. Well, this is the best part. He fucked himself. So what I was going to say was... I wasn't, I wasn't going to tell him. <laughs> I'll read number 10. You can read number 11. Then I'll read number 12. Yes. All right. Do it. You're, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, for its first competitive shooter, League of Legends developer Riot is pulling from some of the biggest games in the genre. Uh, the developer officially unveiled Va- Valorant. Valor- Valorant. Valorant. Tsushima. Valorant. <laughs> Tsushima. Valorant, I, I would imagine. Valorant. I imagine. Valorant. Yeah. Uh, previous, previously. like, I mean, short of the, the tongue issue I had, we almost, we almost want a whole podcast without like a jumble of words. Yeah. And this is just the word previously that got you, not Shishima, which yeah. is more understandable. Yeah. Uh, previously known only as Project A, with a video that shows nearly three minutes of gameplay. Based on this, Valorant looks to combine the tactical gunplay of CSGO with the -the over-the-top characters and special powers of Overwatch. The creators describe it as a five-versus-five game, quote, where creativity is your greatest weapon, end quote. Have you seen the gameplay? Because it looks really cool. Does it? See, that? this was one of the trailers that I meant to add to the I think it's on the list, actually, but I... That was the one I had didn't watch. I watched it because I like CS:GO and I like Overwatch and, and you like Riot, right? Yeah, so I was like, "This no, will be you, cool." This, no, 
You're smite. You were smite. I've, you're League of Legends. I'm not like a super well, big mean, nerd like this guy. I am League of Legends. Like you've played it. Yeah, well, that's true. I Yeah, I've dabbled. Uh, so I was like, oh, this seems really cool. I watched the gameplay, and it, it does seem like they did a good job of balancing guns versus abilities kind of deal. So it's not like crazy. I mean, there's not a ton to watch on it yet, but it seems cool. There's a lot of cool like, well, that power looks neat, and that thing kind of looks cool. Like Is they have it- some other world – like. There's one thing that looked like a like a rift kind of thing. You'd like create a wall that you could like see through with a special power and then shoot through. So it's like you basically throw up a uh, invisible wall and then you can see enemies through. Mm-hmm. So here's my thing. My new pet peeve. Yeah. I've moved on from hating uh, battle royale games. I'm I w- still hate them. I'm with you on that. Terrible. But I'm starting to get irritated with the fact that they're making games that they clearly want people to play esports for and not actually like people play the game you know what i mean like i don't do you, does it look like it was like they're making it so that it becomes an esport or are they making it for it to be like a good multiplayer game i could see it being they are gearing it towards being very competitive for esport but it yeah. looks cool otherwise i yeah. think yeah okay did you watch it nope okay Neither but, did I. uh my caution to them is stay away from abilities Stay away from abilities. Like you can have them. That's a hot take. You can have me. them. That's but don't have them be your crux because that's what's going to hurt Overwatch in the end. There's a reason CS:GO is still so unbelievably good. Um, because the shooting is good and the shooting is clean. Overwatch got away from shooting mattering. Yeah, it's all just abilities. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You could play Overwatch without firing a bullet. I mean, they still might tweak different things and change stuff, but. They're pretty heavy. It's pretty heavy ability. Yeah, it's like that's not gonna. Yeah, I don't think it'll play in the long term. If they balance it well, it could be good, but it's hard to tell from. Yeah, what I think they having have. I think having abilities as supplements <clears throat> to the guns are fine, but if you use that as your as your main thing, you're not gonna stay around long. I can I get behind that because then one character, or a couple characters are gonna and Riot run. sucks at balancing things. They they balance things by hey here's this new thing that it's the other stuff doesn't matter. Broken. Yeah, the other stuff doesn't matter now because we have this new one that's way better. Yeah. That's their balance. And then two weeks later, they go, so he's broken. And we go, yeah, we told you that when you <laughs> oh, launched. We, oh, every time. He, oh, he's, well, this mm-hmm. new, it's broken. The test server told you that. <laughs> but uh, you launched it anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah. Number 11. A new Star Wars video game, one that hasn't been officially announced by publisher Electronic Arts, may have just been revealed thanks to a data-mined PlayStation Store listing. According to the Twitter account PSN Releases, which is run by a bot that monitors Sony's PlayStation Network for new PlayStation 4 game releases and updates, a title called Star Wars Project Maverick is in development. The title was simply uploaded as Maverick, according to the Twitter account, but was paired with artwork that reveals a potential new Star Wars game. That artwork features a lone Imperial Star Destroyer and a small fleet of X-Wing Starfighters, implying that the project would likely take place around the original Star Wars trilogy era. The setting for that aerial battle appears to be Mustafar, the volcanic planet sanctuary to Darth Vader. Mustafar, Mustafar, Mustafar. Mustafar first appeared in Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, because as we all know, the high ground is superior, and has been featured in multiple films and animated series, because like Tatooine, they can't stay the fuck away from it. According there's to no other planets in the entire galaxy. I mean, yep. there's only the, the couple that we got. That's we go to it. Endor, we go to Hoth, we go to Tatooine, and we go to Mustafar. Does there, name another one you can't exactly. All right, here we Yevon. go. Stop it. Yes, Yevon 4 and every other 
fucking moon planet there are and star killer base and blah, blah, blah. I got it. All right. According to Alium, yes, I can do it too. Stop. <laughs> According to a recent report from Kotaku, publisher Electronic Arts, which has exclusive rights to develop Star Wars games, unfortunately, has two new Star Wars projects in development. A sequel to respawn Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which I hope is called Star Wars Jedi. Never mind. I can't fucking, I couldn't come up with something fast enough. But the best part is that's going to have a Jedi still in the name. And a, quote, smaller, more unusual project at EA Motive, end quote. Motive Studios co-developed Star Wars Battlefront 2 and was working on another untitled Star Wars project. Probably Star Wars Go. Because remember those Go games that came out? Why not do it again? Here's my guess. Ooh, hot takes. You'll like this one. I doubt it. Star Wars RTS. If... You're following it up with the name Empire at War. I got some money for you. That's sure, what I, think. I could play Empire at War Remastered, and Empire at War has the giant modding community that's keeping the game alive well and good, but they went, we see you're modding a community, but we want the money. Watch us make it. Yeah. Watch us whip. And watch me make it. That's just a wild guess I'm throwing out there, based on the artwork. I would be excited. I reserve... My true excitement because EA mm-hmm. and what things could mean and how great Command and Conquer went for them. Give me. Remember the mobile game? Yeah. yeah. No. Well, yeah. 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 No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me so, money. That's, that's what it'll be. So I'll be like, all right, we'll see how it goes. But if you're about to tell me you made Empire War into a mobile game in which I have to buy packs to open and get starships and blah, blah, blah. Oh, we have a more. You should. What was what was the word? I I should shut up. Honestly, no. You should work for them because that'll that'll be what they're. No, because they're going to make it, and I don't work for them. That's the problem. Uh, is a smaller, more unusual project. So I will go on record now. Matt has given me the idea with the artwork that I haven't seen, and I will double down on the idea that is it is an Empire at War RTS style game on the phones, in which. You have to buy packs and shit to unlock blah blah. Have you seen now this is this is gonna get somewhere. You know Galaxy Heroes, right? Yeah. I, I, I know this is yeah. stretching into a mobile game thing for you, but Galaxy Heroes, which is very similar to Marvel Strike Force. Do you know what Strike yep. Force is? Yep. Okay. This is basically that but Star Wars. Okay. But there's no ships. But what if there were? You're welcome. There is a Star Wars space game already on there. But I don't think people are as big into it, so I could see this one being a like, oh, it's on Origin and on, okay, phones type thing. Like crossing, you can play it on yeah, both, crossing it. Um, but this this a hundred percent reeks of potential badness. Yeah, there's what are we showing? Just the, the, the little artwork that was out. Okay. I don't know. I don't think you're too far off. You don't sound way, like. That sounds pretty dead on, honestly. That hurts, honestly. <laughs> All right, I'm number being, 12. I'm just being honest with you. And the final. Also, I can't get the Big Show theme stuck out of my head. <laughs> so I said I did that to myself. Well. <laughs> you just got to do that. You got to come out and you just got to. <laughs> number 12. <laughs> Staying back. <laughs> Microsoft has revealed a few new details surrounding Xbox Series X. Uh, here's what we found out about it. X going to give Some it to of you. this is kind of, uh, we already, this is where it's getting weird. Because of all the leaks. This, we, this is where we're getting weird, not the trash can? Well, 
Did you see the PC case that released that everyone's going nuts about? No. Okay. Microsoft released a PC case? No. <laughs> uh, NZXT did, and it's oh. basically... Oh, we we did see uh, some NZXT cases and stuff at PAX, and I was like, oh, look, it's the Xbox Series X case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the H1. So that's the one that everyone's getting all their you know panties in a, a bunch about. Um, Unbunch them. My panties, no. So because we've gotten so many leaks, like what's leaked and what is officially being announced are starting to like they're blurred overlap. lines. Yeah, yeah. So you might some of this might line. sound familiar. Is what I'm trying to say. Robin Thicke out here. Uh, AMD's Zen two and RD RDNA two are the architecture that they're using. That means nothing to anybody except us. Yes. Uh, it's twelve teraflops. Four. There times. it is. The flops are out. The flops are out. Uh, Four times the processing power of an Xbox One. Twice the processing power of a One X. Uh, It's going to have 120 FPS uh, capability. Up to. to. It's implied when you say that. Don't forget that the Xbox One at launch was also a 1080 system that ran everything at 900p. So... Let's let's be loose here. But it's up to yeah, it's up to 1080. Except these games are all going to be up to 120 and run at 90, probably just to fuck with people. Uh, variable rate shading. Uh, they can prioritize individual effects on specific game characters or important environmental objects, which should lend itself ray to... tracing. No, which should lend <laughs> itself to more stable frame rates, higher resolution, and with no impact on final image quality. It's basically. It's just you. It's it's like an so you remember Microsoft's uh, variable resolution thing that they had for like it was a Forza thing where they'd scale resolution to keep performance the same on the fly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost an extension of that where they're doing it with shading. Okay, you're not looking at it. It's not really there. Uh, Hardware accelerated DirectX ray tracing. There it is. There's the ray tracing, Uh, which is still interesting because. That's an AMD card, mm-hmm. and AMD hasn't said they do ray tracing yet. So, yep. Uh, this is card. a quote: uh, "The new quick resume feature lets you continue multiple games from a suspended state almost instantaneously, uh, almost instantly, I should say, returning you to where you were and what you were doing without waiting through loading screens." So, multiple at a long time. Loading screens. You guys want to take a bet on how that works? Because I can tell you how it works. Um, are we talking about like multiple games? Yeah. Because the one game already happens. I don't know about if it happens on the Xbox, but it happens on the PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, I can tell you how it's going to happen. It ain't going to be good. Let's hear it. I mean, there's a couple different ways they could do it, but let's hear what... what XCloud. You think they're going to do XCloud? You have to be connected to the internet because it'll take a safe state of your game and just shove it up there for you. And then just quickly pull it back down. There's, an, I don't believe the game that console is just going to run four games at the same time. Yeah, but I don't I would, think I think they're gonna. I think the they could offload them. On, they could offload them onto RAM and stuff. But that would be it'd be terrible. It'd be just hogging machine resources. You would need a beast of a yeah. There's yeah, no you way need, you could do like the push. The thing is, I think it's going to be a little bit different this this generation just because of the SSD push, where it's like the custom. Both of them have that custom SSD, where it's like right. It has the custom SSD, but how big is the SSD? No one knows. So I mean, five twelve or a terabyte. What do you think it's going to be? I, think I don't think it's. it's I don't think it's be higher than a terabyte. I think it has to be a terabyte. I I would assume it would have to be a terabyte as well. I don't believe they would put a terabyte in without putting in like the you know the mm-hmm. elite edition type console where they're like here's the five twelve one yeah. or here's the elite edition. Pay fifty dollars more for uh, more ter- for a terabyte. But the 
the kick there is still so the multiple games thing would meet would what you would think it would allude to you having a terabyte because at 512 call of duty is 170 gigs maybe this call of duty is yeah we're not getting smaller no no so that's gonna say if you were at 512 you might be like four games Potentially, depending on the game. You, mm-hmm. I mean, you can obviously get a bunch of indie games that are usually tinier, but whatever. So say you go to a terabyte. You still That game is still running and taking processes from other things. I don't think it's going to. I think I think what they're, what they're has, doing... It has to. No, I think what they're doing is they're going to... They're going to abuse the SSD, the custom SSD that, that's all whiz-bangy fancy... And they're just going to literally take a snapshot of the game and just like instantly try to load it from SSD. So they're going to take a snapshot, store it, but, and then I mean, try that's, to instantly load that's it. That's all well and good, but the SSD is also going to be responsible for the other five games running. Yeah, and I don't think I'm, that's the thing. It's like I don't, I don't consider them them running. I think it's literally taking a snapshot of the game, killing the process, and then just loading it up instantaneously. Because if it's anything like what. Cerny and Sony was showing with, you know, their Spider-Man demo and load times and stuff. Like, the load times are astronomically smaller than... I could see them 100% though saying this will not work unless you're connected to the internet. Oh, I mean, that's... Which, which if they say that, they're using xCloud. Yeah. Because there's no other reason. And so I could see them taking, using the SSD to take the snapshot and everything. And then just going, quick, throw this up there. So we know like the, the game points at where they were because they might not even take the entire game. There might just be key identifiers where they go, we know where they are, mm-hmm. take their metadata, throw it up there, and then just hold on to the metadata. And the moment you click it, they go, and it's back. Cool. There it is. Yeah. I could see them doing it that way. I mean, and I, not trying to keep it on the, the hardware to bury the hardware. Mm-hmm. Cause at some point you would also still just burn the SSD out. Yeah. I think there's, I think there's like three or four ways they could. Do there are, it. There, are, there definitely are. I mean, you're not wrong in the way they could do it. They could offload stuff into RAM and do other things like that. But. Can I cut in with the important question? Is yeah. who needs four games going at the same time? Well, there's that <laughs> same conversation, but the, the that's, that's fair. The other kick is they they might not necessarily just mean games. I mean, they could mean apps too. I get in the same way that apps have save states. Yeah, but. Uh, YouTube having a save state is nothing like Call of Duty having no, a save state in the middle of a campaign. Nowhere near that. Or but, God of War, like not that Sony would have or uh, Microsoft have God of War, but like you're in the middle of your ha- your Halo Infinite campaign, and you just pause and leave, and you're like, okay, cool, I want to play Forza, but you don't close Halo, you just switch over to Forza. You're playing Forza, and you're like, okay, cool, I want to go play uh, Gears of War. So then you start playing Gears of War. You're just adding on to the things that are running, like even in a if they ran it, I guess, kind of like a, v- a VM server, that's the other option. Mm-hmm. They kind of run it in their VM server where each game is its own container. And unless you turn off the container, it's just in a state that's just there. It has it, It's allocated its own resources and it's just there. But even in a VM server, you have a limited amount of resources that after a certain point, you can't put more things running without closing other things. So I could definitely see them saying like, okay, you can get to four. After that, shut it down. You gotta, you gotta choose, or there. It's it's an interesting statement, 
But who needs four things running at once? All right. We, uh, we're going to move on because, um, I think we could talk about this for a while. There's some more interesting statements and they, that they unpack them less. <laughs> so <laughs> dynamic latency input, a new feature which oh synchronizes God. input immediately with what is displayed. <laughs> you can't see me. I'm doing the big old throw your hands up in the air. What the fuck does that mean? So that means dynamic latency input, Matt. I don't Obviously. see the problem there is I don't know if they mean specifically right from the controller to the TV, like what you know, you've seen it with, that was the joke with the old, the DS4s that you told me about yes. where they respond faster if they're plugged in than via Bluetooth, which was that I left a good chunk of it out because it, it muddied the water more where it made you, it made it sound like it was controller related, but then it like. It right. ping pong back and but forth. But then it goes back to the idea of network latency because they would technically have to, depending on the game, so say you're playing Call of Duty again, right? You hit the thing. Say you hit you're, left. Hold that thought. The next feature, auto low latency mode and variable refresh rate, which variable refresh rate, we know what that is. Auto low latency mode, which they mentioned TV, but... You're continuing what you're saying because I got the same feeling. There's ghosts in the house of some kind, or Max is ghosts killing something. Ghosts of Tsushima, possibly. Doing weird things. What? Matt, what's the name of that game? So <laughs> we, uh, yeah. So you would press left. So say say you're playing Call of Duty. It's the first thing I can think of for a multiplayer press, example right. where it would actually like, screw you. Where it actually is yes, a. Uh, multiplayer game that is reaction based. Or say you're playing Fortnite, it's the same thing. Oof. Name another one. Not Halo, because not out yet. So you press one Destiny. of those. No, nobody's playing that. So you <laughs> you press Anthem. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you cut that out. <laughs> right so there, buddy. You press a direction. That direction has to get set from the controller to the console. And if it's a if it's truly a single player session and you're not connected to the internet, those are the only two things that are interacting. Yeah, but if you got, but if you're connected to the internet and then you're specifically you're playing a multiplayer game, that is going to get sent from your controller to your Xbox, to your Xbox, to the server, back to your Xbox, to then it has to travel all that time to replicate everything, to try to sync you up, to not have magic bullets and everything like that, where you get killed around the corner. When you watch the kill cam back, you're like, I wasn't even there on my screen and all that stuff. Which is so Yeah. It that could be what they're alluding towards is trying to fix a lot of the magic bullets. But I don't know. What I don't I don't know. I don't see that being super achievable or at least to what we'd want it to be. The only way to Unless do it, it's the it's the weird way of doing it where you you have to purposely lag everybody. But make it so unnoticeable that it doesn't affect anybody. So you'd have to trigger it in such a way that it's like, yeah, Matt might be on a three second latency or like a three MS latency, and I'm on a ten MS latency, but we can't really tell. Yeah, you put it out at least it's, common denominator. It's minimal. It's minimal to us where we it doesn't affect anything, and then we would still get the packets roughly at the same time and still be able to communicate and play without actually having noticeable lag, but. It's you're right. It's the problem that Stadia would also run into, where you have to send so much information around all these places and where servers are and blah 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 that you can never technically truly achieve one to one ratios. 
I don't know if you guys remember, but so, the, that was the whole thing with the Stadia controllers is they connect directly to the servers yeah. instead of those ones go up to the servers because there is nothing else for you to be. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not authenticating to anything else. Yeah. At least the Xbox you would assume to be authenticating to the console and letting the console do its negotiation with the servers. So this one for me is one of the bigger things, and this goes back. There's to a the, more. Yeah, oh, there's more. This this one I think is kind of the more important. I don't want to say that, but I think it's a big one, and. Um, this was the one that I was referencing with uh, uh, fucking... Earlier. Yeah, earlier. Smart delivery. Users can, quote, purchase a title once in order to play the best available version for whichever Xbox console they choose to play on. So, basically, if you buy... If you have an Xbox One, you buy a game. When you get an Xbox One Series X, you get the Series X version of the game. Um, this is... Uh, first Party is definitely, obviously, doing this. Uh, from what I read, Third Party is can choose whether to support that feature or not. And so far, I think CD Projekt Red is the only one that has said... They said Cyberpunk 2020, 2077 is going to support that feature. I, uh, Square has alluded to potentially doing it. Okay. They they said some stuff right after uh, Cyberpunk did, and they're like, uh-huh, yep, that's pretty cool. And we're like, are you, so are you doing it or not? And they're just like, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so I'm curious if, like... It's literally the words backwards compatibility, forward fancier. Yeah, forward compatibility. It's forward and backwards. It's called compatibility. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but... You now buy a license... Yeah. And you no longer buy a license that is a license for... You buy a license for a title, not a license for a title and version. Is essentially what it yeah. is. Which is not... This is new And then when you all our, finally learn to play on PC, you get that version. Sorry. No, it's fine. Which is <laughs> new for just, console. You could just play on PC and already have this. Yeah. And then base it on your own hardware and you do your own upgrades and it's beautiful and everything works totally fine. Nothing ever breaks. I'm curious if Matt. Sony's going to match that. <laughs> um, I don't think they will. I don't think so either, which I think it's, might end up biting them if they, compared to, like, for, you know, backlash I, could, I think they, I could see them saying something along the lines of, like, in the first year uh, for some of these games, like Shishima and things like that for their first-party games. But I don't see them doing this as a... Long stay. As a, a, yeah, as a permanent fixture. No, I don't but see I can, them doing that either. I can definitely see them being like, hey, October, Last of Us 2 is out. By the way, we launched the PS5 in uh, November... Oh, you guys have a problem with that? Like, yeah, no shit, you idiots. Yeah. Um, they would also be stupid enough. That would be a, a Sony-esque type move. Like, hey, what about a $600 console? Hey, what if we did this weird release thing? Yeah. I love them still. Um, last two. Love their exclusives. Uh, backwards compatible accessories. No big deal. But Big also- deal. That's a big deal. It is and it isn't. So, like, that means more to me than teraflops. <laughs> the only thing, and I know I what think, teraflops means. <laughs> the only thing I think that's good from that basically is the adaptive controller is going to work with it, which is nice. Well, but, I think, it, think it's nice that the adaptive controller is going to work with it, and it also means it's what I want PlayStation to do as well. I don't want all the controllers that we have to mean fucking nothing going forward. Yeah, but who's gonna like? But then it gives, but have, it gives you. My thing is that it gives you. You have a lot. I it, have a lot of controllers. It gives me a. It gives you a reason if you wanted to, to get like other colors late in a life cycle, if they were still usable going forward. 
But when you see Sony and Microsoft, Microsoft just announced this sweet purple magenta looking one. Yeah. The thing looks awesome. Why would I buy a new controller when the Series X is on the horizon? Is I'm not going to buy a new console and then not use the new better controller as well. What if it, what if it wasn't a better, like that's what I mean. Like what if yeah. it wasn't, what if, if it, it was the same if it's controller? the same controller, obviously. But. Yeah, if it was just the same controller except they made it like USB-C support instead of micro USB. Yeah. And the last one is the Series X will support... Or they, get, or they sent you an adapter and you had both. The uh, Series X will support four generations of Xbox games, so completely backwards compatible. I was going to say four generations. Are we just saying four because it's the only four there are? <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Like <laughs> Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One. Like, mm-hmm. are, are we not saying five because... Like, why not just say, I, I don't know. The, the four generations is just always the weird marketing part where they're just like, it is fully backwards compatible would have been the exact same sentence. Yeah. But that's, that's would, me being finicky with PR statements. That would have sounded way better. Just, it's backwards compatible. Not, it's four generations of backwards compatible. Yeah, because compatible. then you're going to want to have that person that goes, okay, so the Xbox One, the because Xbox there's One a caveat X. on there, that's why. Because I don't think it's truly backwards compatible unless they make the game backwards compatible. Kind of like how it is now. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I could see them being like, yeah, the Xbox One X, the Xbox One S, the Xbox One. <laughs> and you're like, wait, you've already got, you've already named three. Those aren't generations. And they're like, well, that's, we call them generations. And the Xbox 360. <laughs> and people are like, wait, but, and the, but they meant the 360 Elite, not the 360. It's just like, oh, it's a whole thing. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm still excited to see what's going to happen. I, I the, my whole problem with always talking about the Xbox and it's the part where I have to remove a lot of my bias, not, the PC bias and not the PlayStation bias, but like because I kind of the PC bias because I own a PC, I don't have a reason to buy this. But if you're not asymptomatic, if you're uh, the word where you're not this tied down to one thing or the other, Asexual is not the word I want either, but kind of. If you're agnostic, agnostic. If you're not choosing, if you're not already dedicated to one environment or the other, Xbox looks pretty good. Yo, it's looking really well, good. What well, else is there to compare it to? We have no word. Nothing, on. but I mean, like, I'm talking like even if you don't look at the consoles, like ignore the consoles. Their environment looks pretty good with Game Pass and all the they've other been, things they do, all the services they have. They look better. Yeah, I mean, until you talk exclusives, now Sony wins. Yeah, but in terms of like everything else, and then exclusives versus exclusives and everything else, like, well, I they were like so far back that they've made they're making huge jumps and like ama- like amazing good steps. But we also don't know much about what Sony has and what they're bringing to the table. Yeah, I don't want to be doing this podcast all night, but I will say that... Um, <laughs> oh, yo, we're about to. <laughs> that's why I know, because we got to do it. We'll let do it. We'll get, we'll get through it. Um, I don't think it's a good sign that we haven't seen anything about the PS5. I think it's a great sign. I think, I think it's a very bad sign. I think it's I, a fantastic sign. The fact that we didn't get anything now, if... We'll get it. Especially it's, based on what we've heard... Like, that's the thing. It's like, if they're like, we're humming and hawing over the price, I'm like, well, that's not fucking good. Yeah, if you're humming and hawing over the price, but you can't even tell people the specs, you are swimming in water with the sharks, and your left arm floaty just popped. What about my right floaty? Yeah, that's the only thing holding you up right now. That's that's fine. That's <laughs> One's good. Better than none. It's it's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not... S- 
that's scared is the wrong word because I don't give a shit if either company went under tomorrow, but it is going I'd to be pretty upset. I would care deeply. I mean, it would, <laughs> it would suck, but I wouldn't, I don't have any stake in either of them to it, like affect me financially or anything, just emotionally and sadness and everything like that, which I don't have those emotions anyway, as we discussed earlier, you know, until there's a tear drinking moment when a dog dies. So the, the fact of, us not seeing anything from them, I'm like, you guys better just have one conference where you just punch them in the teeth. That's and shoot your best shot. You cannot come out at this point now and shoot a half shot and go. All right, that felt like a pretty good one. I can't wait till we get to the actual game. You're like, they they played through the whole first quarter. I know. Where are you? <laughs> I know I'm Sony fanboy, so this is probably gonna be nothing coming from me. But I'm expecting them to come either E3 adjacent around with whatever happens there. They're just gonna come at it full speed all at once rather than like piecemeal it. I appreciate your enthusiasm. I'm telling you right now, don't look for it. <laughs> I they Well, if they don't do it, then it's going to bite hard. You're going to get the nice moment where Cerny's on stage and he's just like, and this time we put in 15 teraflops. <laughs> and you're like, Cerny, please, why do you do these? 16? Love him. Great guy. Teraflops? And I loved him doing that because it's my favorite moment because it's always just creepy, but it's so good. Anyway, let's continue. Let's let's talk about the three trailers that we already talked about. Two of them don't care. Moving on. Half-Life Alex. Uh, we don't have to talk about any of that stuff. Perfect. Thank God. <laughs> it's a VR game. Nobody wants it. People want it. That's... I, I hope it plays as good as it looks. I hope for the sake of VR that it plays that well. I know it won't, but I just hope it does. So, uh, also, deals. You don't have to click on anything, so don't worry about it. I'm going to run right through them. PlayStation Plus. If you got PlayStation Plus, you're going to get these two games for free this month. Shadow of the Colossus. And Furry Creator. What? Sonic, Sonic Forces. Furry, oh, you, you can go. make your own furry. Stop that. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's I, what it you is. You hate them. Stop that. I do hate them. <laughs> you're just, you're not, yeah, so Shadow of the Colossus and Sonic Forces. Now, my favorite nightmare of all time, Xbox games with gold. If you have Xbox Live Gold, you're going to get these four games at these weird time intervals. Batman, The Enemy Within, the complete season Xbox One, available from March 1st to the 31st. Shantae, Half Genie Hero for the Xbox One, available March 16th to April 15th. Castlevania, Lords of Shadow 2 for the Xbox 360 and backwards compatible on the Xbox One, available March 1st to the 15th. And Sonic Generations for the 360 and Xbox One, available March 16th to the 31st. And if you have Twitch Prime, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, which also means you, along with all the other things you can get, will get these five games. Epistory, Typing Chronicles, Fury, Mugsters, Whispers of a Machine, and Bomber Crew. You want to drop bombs and fly a plane? Bomber Crew. You want to panic while your mechanic has to go out on the wing and fix a fire? Bomber Crew. You want to crash your plane because you weren't paying attention to something else that went wrong and you ran out of ammo in one of your gun turrets and Nate totally didn't lose people over the middle of the ocean at one point? Bomber crew. I was trying to fix the plane as I was landing and apparently they can't do that. Like, they just fly off. (laughs) That's unfortunate. They can fix the plane while it's in air, but if you try to land while they're fixing it, ooh boy, I can't handle that. (laughs) Bomber crew. All right, yeah, so uh, that that is the podcast for this week. You guys ready for the next one? 
I'm not ready. I'm well, not either, but... We're doing it. Let's do it. We're ready. We're going to do it fucking live. He's not forcing us. We're doing this willingly. Exactly. Say it. <laughs> Help. <laughs> See you in a minute. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.